Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Strap in, turn up the volume, no sugar added, talk radio. You're tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio, the realest show, the most incendiary show, all that good stuff. What are those adjectives? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, ad- yeah, I think so. Sorry. We're an adjective-heavy <laughs> show. All the good things and bad things. You, uh, you're listening live, 103.9 FM, WYAB. You're streaming it worldwide, or you can, at WYAB.com or on the TuneIn app. Heck, you can actually go to ClayEdwardShow.com. I have a listen live link there. It just takes you to the WYAB stream. But uh, I've made it as easy as possible to listen to the show. Uh, if you're listening later, uh, pre-recorded or <clears throat> recorded, should I say, the podcast, hit subscribe wherever you're at. Hit share. Share this content with somebody. I watch the numbers. The show is growing, and that is cool. We have doubled our our downloads over the last two years. Well, over the last six months or so, anyway. Doubled each show. So that, that's great, man. Thank you all for that. In the studio with me, in the com studio, we've got Sean Yurkron. He is here today. To apologize on behalf of all Democrats to Donald Trump after the Durham report come out. Now, whether he does or not, it's a different story. I'm that. not here to apologize about the Durham report. I'm here to talk about it if you want to, but I don't know what actually uh, what he actually found in there. According to him, he didn't really find anything, except he said the FBI was mean. Well, I yeah. think that's what I got from the FBI was mean. A big nothing sandwich, just as we've been telling it's you all for the big, last seven or eight years. It was a big, you know, actually, it's kind of funny. I was thinking about it this morning, reading the Durham report and then reading the Mueller report. And it seems like there's a whole lot of nothing everywhere. <laughs> you know, when you look at both of these reports, it's like, man, there's a whole lot of nothing. You know, like, you know who, we spent uh, a lot of money on nothing. Hillary Clinton owes us an apology. Huh? Hillary Clinton started all this nonsense. She owes us an apology. What, was that when Donna was saying to lock her up and all the email and everything else? You know, I mean, he apparently he was correct. That's our new politics. Like, who can yell, lock him up the quick? Let's lock up this guy. Let's lock up that guy. I wonder if that's going to happen this time. Like, do you think that... Trump is going to ask to lock up DeSantis, or lock, I mean, we know he's going to ask to lock up Biden because of all the Biden Hunter Biden kind of stuff like that. As he but, should. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Oh, speaking about Bi- Hunter Biden, though, have you seen what they're going to charge him with? Right? No. Uh-uh. Uh, f- falsely filing a, a, a form to get a gun because he uh, didn't say he was a drug addict. But you know, that's such funny. About that's that, that's too. the big Hunter Biden case that he didn't disclose well, that he was a drug addict on a gun form. Well, that's what's insulting <clears throat> about the whole thing. As you have that whole laptop with all the child porn and whatnot sitting there, allegedly. Was there child porn on it? I thought allegedly, it was just like prostitutes. I don't, I don't remember. Allegedly, there's a lot of, lot of child porn. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, suggestions that his, uh, he knocked up his niece. Now, you know, the thing is with Hunter Biden, ever since... He, de- he definitely started hooking up with her mother. You know, yeah, the one of Dayton Bo's widow, that's rough, man. I mean, that is just... 
<laughs> There's no way to polish that turn. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You know, I remember they gave like a. Uh, I, don't I think they want- asked Joe afterwards, after the before he was president. You know, they they're like, "Oh, the family supported." And I remember thinking at the time, like, "Is that when you smack your son and say, what the are you doing?'" It's, it's man? Like, I it's, mean, it's like the guy who starts sleeping with his best friend's wife after he dies. Mm-hmm. Like, right? She right. Would, that's what I was. Yeah, he would. He, and then they tell everybody he would want this. Yeah. Right. No, he wouldn't. No, he just, no, he would not want Well, but this, this is your brother me, who just died of brain cancer. Let me just know? tell you now, if Clay dies today, I, none of don't none of my friends could sell my, my old lady. I, I, <laughs> you just we, you don't want anyone to take care of her, no, I guess. She can move me somebody new. Uh-huh. And, and, and and they just don't they need to not know who I am. <laughs> just never have even met I you. Like to, the gas station clerk or there, yeah. that guy cannot, you know, no, that just I mean, I am, I'm going to haunt y'all from wherever I'm at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, b- the bad things are going to happen. She's scared of ghosts anyway, and I'm going to be a ghost. <laughs> Is she scared of ghosts? Yes. You know where I went over um, uh, New Year's Eve uh, with my ex girlfriend? We went to Eureka Springs and the Crescent Hotel. Have you heard of this place? Yes. That place is scary. Y'all, if everybody wants to go up there to Eureka Springs, really cool town in uh, northwest Arkansas, and they got this hotel that is really is haunted. I'll it, have to check that uh, off the list. Yeah, it's it's actually they got one of those, I don't know, they got you know, those ghost TV episodes, whatever they are. Yeah. And that's, um, that's it's featured. I didn't realize it when we went up there. They're like, oh, no, you got to go check this hotel out. And you go in there, you're like, oh, Lord, this place is a little freaky. <laughs> hey, if y'all want to chime in, the Guns of Your Text line, 769 769- Two four one nineteen forty four. The phone line this morning six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Shout out to my buddy Jay Johnson. He's already chimed in. Says good morning, brother. Another good day for you to keep pushing the truth. I swear that keep Hunter Biden thing, though, man, about with Bo's widow. That is, <laughs> I just you know, it's kind of it just makes you think. It's so, so hard to defend somebody like. And this is it, again, this goes across political lines, man. People it got makes crappy fam members. Easier. Yeah, I mean, he's just such a such a horrible dude yeah. that you can't like. You're like, oh well, uh, you know, he was on this board and got some money. Well, I mean, can you, it's like you have to believe if you're going to sleep with your deceased brother's widow, and allegedly his kid too. I, I haven't heard that. I just knew. Obviously, everything knew about the widow. I just feel like, man, you're willing to do anything. Like, have you have you stumbled down the rabbit hole about the Ashley Biden diary? No, I haven't. They got Project Veritas raided because they were in possession of it, and this, that, and the other. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's some really, really messed up things in that thing, which, I mean, why is the, if it ain't true, why is the FBI raiding Project Veritas? Right. Oh, yeah, I'll look that up this week. I've never seen her. Well, there's some really weird stuff about Joe taking showers with her at an extremely inappropriate older age. Wait, which one is Ashley Biden? His daughter. Joe, Joe's one daughter? daughter? Mm-hmm. One of his daughters. Is. Is this going to be like a the presidential? Like we accuse each president of hooking up with their. I mean, they remember Donald Trump and Ivanka, Ivana, right? Is their name is Ivanka? I would get confused. Ivanka or Ivana? Like uh, Ivanka was the wife. Was Ivana's the Ivana's daughter. the daughter, right? Yeah. Okay, Ivana. There's all these you know rumors about Trump hooking up with Ivana. That everybody, I mean, everybody keep. I don't. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying yeah. that's true. I'm just saying that's I what mean, people I, I are think, saying. I know people. On the, on As the, Trump would the, say, people are. I'm hearing people are saying. You know, like that. I'm huge, <laughs> yeah. huge. I mean, look, people say a lot of that stuff, but I mean this. I don't, you haven't. You don't have Ivana out there putting in a diary that Daddy touched me wrong in the shower at twelve years old. Yeah, I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying that's what people were saying that Donald had this close relationship with his daughter. I don't. I don't think it's true. I don't think it's true with Joe. Even though I don't know much about it. I think it's pretty. I mean, that's pretty harsh when you talk about some guy. I had. We had one case where Clay, where uh, this guy had slept with his daughter and had knocked her up. Right, 
And he took the stand, and I'll never forget where, this. Where were they from? Well, it has to be Hines County. Hines County. Right? And he said, they asked you me. Hear he that? Said, you hear that, Thomas? That happened in Hines County. He said, you know what he said on the stand? I didn't try this case. I was watching it, and one of my coworkers at the time did. He said, uh, well, uh, yeah, well, she wanted it. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the jury didn't really like that. Of course, they convicted him. But did she? I mean, what, what how was could she you saying? say that? No, of course not. But, okay, I, I'm just I mean, I mean, but he, I mean, like, I mean, how could you say something like that? This is your daughter <laughs> on the stand, and you're saying that yeah, she wanted it. Were they white or black? They were black. Yeah. Do you hear that, Thomas? Apparently, it happens outside of the white Rankin County community too. Though I will say this: I don't know what Thomas said, but when Tom, I Thomas in, thinks only white people do that. I will say this: it, it, prosecuting in Hines County, and I was a prosecutor in Yazoo County for a short period of time. And um, and I know that uh, Yazoo is, I think, now predominantly black. But there is a higher from this is anecdotal higher incidence of sex crimes in the white community that I saw more than the black community. That's well, that's what I that's just what I don't and I don't have any like data I, on this, but that's just what I anecdotally. And, and I have a I have a and I'm not saying that when it, when it all comes down to it that that's not true. Mm-hmm. I believe there's a higher case of reporting them in the white community. And then maybe so. I'm just saying what I saw. I don't like I don't have the numbers. I don't have any just what I personally yeah. experienced. Yeah. That's what. Uh, hey, let's rewind a minute before we because we just laid out a bunch of great stuff yeah, that, we can, right. that, we can, that we can circle back to yeah. the whole show. And we got we came up with something new too today. We're going to do here in the second hour. Sean wrote down five top five headlines, and I wrote down five headlines. He was on like liberal news sources. I was on conservative news sources. But that but it's not really a liberal conservative thing. That's just based on how we consume our news. He hasn't told me his five. I have not told him my five. And we're going to get our reaction to both headlines, and that should be something fun to do. We're going to try that out. See what you guys think. Uh, but I think this is something that we can all agree on here. Sean and I got to going up, jumping down a rabbit hole like we always do right before we go live. Yeah. And I've been it's on this, early, folks. It's I've early. I've been on this <laughs> kick lately about <clears throat> how do I say this with and and offend as many people as possible. Um, tipping is going too far. Mm-hmm. We 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 live in a society, and I don't mean people over tipping. I think that's going a little too far too. But to each their own. I don't want to tell people how to spend their money. But I should not, if I walk into, let's just say, one of these random uh, energy tea places, these Herbal Life nutrition places, for example. I went in one yesterday. It was phenomenal. I loved the, I loved the concoction they whipped up for me. But they spin it around. You, you run your card, and they spin it around. How much would you like to tip? I don't know. How much do you make for doing this? I shouldn't have to tip you. If my only option is to walk to the counter and you make my drink, it, your employer should be paying you enough that you're not dependent upon me tipping you. Yeah, I agree 100%. We were just talking about that. like And like to-go food and stuff. like I shouldn't have yeah, to tip on a to-go order. That's what I – right, we were just talking about that. Like, so, you, your boss should be paying you enough money to work the to-go counter. Or when I – I go to Cups every day. I work on Lakeland. I go to the one on Lakeland right there. And I've always got a tip from the one coffee I get, right? That I'm just standing at the counter getting my coffee. And it costs me so what the, it costs me like, you, you don't want to tip, what are you going to tip? Like 80 cents? You're not going to do 20% of whatever it is. And no. I mean, so you end up tipping like at least $2 or $1.50 or something for a cup of coffee. And, and then the, so your cup of coffee ends up being like five fifty, and and the guy just handed it to you. And I don't. And they got the little thing in tiny fine print that says custom. By the way, I only drink my coffee black too, so not even doing anything to it. There's like, here you go, here's your black coffee. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Well, you know, and I use I, I've got back to where I try to pay. I try to keep cash on me, and I don't mind rounding up to the buck 
or something like that and throwing the change in a little tip jar if you got that. Even throwing a dollar in there. Mm-hmm. But, but it, you, it, it takes some audacity to ask for 20% on an $8 purchase. Yeah. For something I already feel like I'm overpaying for, I'm just using these herbal teas as an example. So I'm not, they're not a knock on these herbal teas. I'm just, again, replace herbal tea with coffee shop or fast food restaurant or whatever. And this tip culture is getting out of hand. You, y'all, people want tips for things. Tips are to ensure prompt service. Yeah. So, like, if I'm at a bar, for example, and there's 50 other people lying down that bar, well, it behooves me to tip my bartender good on the front end when I get there to mark my territory. Hey, Kurt, Trevor, whoever's the bartender today, here's a 20 to get things started. Remember me. I'm right here. When all these other 50 people are hollering at you, come to me first. Right. That, uh, to ensure prompt service. I, I should not have to tip you for to stand in a single file line to get what I'm getting. Yeah, I think if you're just like going to the counter to buy something, why am I tipping for that? I mean, yeah. isn't that part of the your job that you're working there? I mean, now, if I'm sitting at a table and you're bringing it to me, I think that's different di- story. different story, right? But if I'm going to the counter... Pick it up, like coffee is my example, because what I do every day, I go get my coffee, and I'm and it's and then sometimes I don't go because I'm like God, I'm, my coffee budget now has become forty, fifty dollars a week, and that's a little bit ridiculous for just a cup of black coffee. So then I started buying all these Yeti cups and just make my own and bring it with me. Yeah, uh, and the, the same. So on the guns and your text line, the same people talking about. I don't want to name the the place, mm. and it sounds like I'm talking bad about them, but the same uh, healthy food options to go place. Pre-frozen healthy food options to go place. Mm-hmm. That's where I, yeah, I was talking about before the show. Yeah, it says, yeah. Uh, says that, that same place does this on top of charging you to use your credit slash debit card. That's right. I forgot about that, right? There's yeah. a place I go to pick up meals, and sometimes when I feel like, okay, I don't want to cook, and so I'll just get healthy meals, and then you got to tip for that when you're picking them up. And you got to, I mean, it's just, or you pick them out of the refrigerator there, you tip for that. And right. I don't. Not knocking them. It's not them. It's everybody, though. It's everybody, like you were saying. It's everybody that we've created. And maybe that's partially because we've gone to a, a credit only no cash. We don't use cash anymore, right? Yeah. So that automatically it comes up, oh, well, there you go. There's your tip. So you can plug it in because you're just using your credit card. So you don't even see the money. So no big deal. And they, you know, it's not like you handing 2 or $3 out of your cash. How soon before these bombs on Lakeland and County Lines have a, a square? I've said that for years. I think that's coming right like it has to be because i, I actually sometimes it's like you know i, I go to the uh, corner market well now it's like grocery depot next or to my the, house or or the, or they're wearing a qr code yeah then mummy i've actually went and got money just so i can give to to people that are panhandling you know because especially the grocery store i go to there's always somebody out there and um but i was wondering the same thing i'm like when are they gonna come up with a way to because because half the time you don't have cash you don't have any change so they're like they're it's hurting them pretty good pretty good bit yeah i would have thought it, it would have made them obsolete that's what I, I would. I don't know how they're getting not money. Seem to be the case. No, they're still out there. I don't know how they're. Sometimes though, at the grocery store, those guys will. Hey, man, can you go in there and get me a steak or something? Which you know, I'm, I won't do. I'll go get them like a power bar or something like that. But <laughs> I'm not going. Like I'm not buying myself a steak, man. You know. So, but I'll go get them something. Um, guns and gear text is blowing up here, guys. I got to take a break. We're going to read them all as soon as we come back. Hold my feet to the fire. Make me read them. <laughs> this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB with Sean York Caron live in the studio on 103.9. Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios. And speaking of ClayEdwardsShow.com, shout out to my buddy Keith Parks. Texted me this morning and said, hey, man, how can I get a Clay Edwards Show or Save Jackson shirt? I said, go to ClayEdwardsShow.com. 
com. I actually text him the link. But if uh, you'll go there, and if you're on your mobile device, you'll see like three little navigation bars at the top. Hit that, and I think the link says shop. It'll take you straight to my store. And look, I have a third party that handles all that. I don't print those shirts locally and have them shipped out locally. Shame on me, I know. But I can't afford to keep a couple hundred shirts pre-printed and uh, in all the different sizes and mail them to y'all individually as you want them. I just don't think the demand for Clay Edward Show shirts have quite <laughs> reached that level. I am officially working on an F around and find out shirt. I sent some artwork over to my buddy uh, Michael last night, and I will do those shirts locally and print up X amount. You'll be able to prepay for them, pick your size, and we'll do like an order a month. You know, so maybe something like that. And when we get to 100 shirts or 50 shirts or something, we'll get them printed. I don't know. I ain't worked through all the details yet, but uh, stay tuned. All right. This segment, yeah, I need to get a free T-shirt, man, since I'm I, on here for free. I, I will, bro. Yeah, I'll get definitely a, get you a give shirt. Me a, give I will a shirt. Buy, pick the shirt you want out and, <laughs> and just text it to me, and I'll, I'll get one drop shipped to you. <laughs> Thanks. I, I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, the, if the guy that lives in Bellhaven wants to wear a Save Jackson or Clay Edward Show shirt, I would gladly I got to put the sticker that. on the back of my FJ, I'm sure, you know, and uh, I'm sure I'll get egged and all that stuff, but whatever. It's an old card. It's 2007. You know, I had them all on my last couple of vehicles. I had my tag on my last one said Save Jackson. I drove through Jackson all the time. Nobody ever said anything. Right. right. Well, because, you know, everybody secretly agrees, right? <laughs> like, this place is messed up. <laughs> He's totally. Got, he got a real sack if he'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and tent man be sure to go see jason and the team for all of your home car and business window tinting needs and look here's the thing too they're the expelled dealer of the year they're having a huge sale right now just need to call them see what the prices are too low to advertise but look there's so much more than just tent shop they do vehicle wraps they do windshields and they're doing paint correction and ceramic coatings now and look they only do the best if lakeland glass is doing it they have done all the research. They're doing great work. And uh, who knows? Maybe you'll find your boy over there part-time helping him out a little bit on the, uh, on the uh, ceramic coating. I'm always looking to make an extra buck. But look, check them out, lakelandglassintent.com, or go see them in person on their Lake, at their Lakeland Drive store for, the, for all your automotive glass repair and replacement needs and the Flowwood Drive location right over there across the street from uh, the River Oaks Merritt Health ER is where you'll go for all your window tinting and vehicle wrap needs. All right, Sean, let's, yeah. uh, we got a lady on hold. I'm going to read these guns in your text, but let's go to the lady on hold. Sure. Hey, you're on there. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you all? Good, good, good. Good. Yeah, um, I just wanted to chime in on what you were talking about a little bit earlier. About the tips? About the, uh, about the, uh, behavior of the Biden family, oh, you know, yeah. and some of the personal uh, acts of what what you guys, I guess, would consider as degenerative behavior. Am I correct? I would say so. Okay. All thing I got to say about that is this, and you said your show was incendiary. Yes, just 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 keep the language clean. I will. So you know, it just seems to me that. The Bible is not being read by a lot of very intellectual people. The things that you brought up are reflective. A lot of that behavior is reflective in the Bible. In the Old Testament, if a man discovered that his, you know, his brother did not have any children, you know, he died, that brother died. 
brother is supposed to get with his brother's wife and have a child by him, by her. Things like that are all throughout the Bible. But in this day and time, I guess people don't read the Bible. Because you all were very critical of that. I'm not saying I'm down with it. But I am saying I do read the Bible. Well, can I I just throw this nugget in there? Um, He he, he has not impregnated her. He's just um, Mm -hmm. uh, with, with her. He hasn't married her either. He's covering her. That's pretty much what they call it. What is He's it? Covering her. Covering her. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, maybe have betrothed her. But that's not supposed to be such a detestable thing if it's in the Bible now. So that's that's one thing I wanted to touch on. Other thing I wanted to touch on is seems to me that there's a game that's been played for many, many decades uh, with the Democrat and the Republican Party. It seems to me that legislatively they are two sides of the same coin well the older i get the more i and the more i dig into this having to do this show five days a week the more i tend to Mm -hmm. absolutely agree with you there there are two sides of the same coin because now i'm gonna say this i know joe biden because i i I don't mean i know him but i know that he's done some detestable things that targeted the black community when he was a senator in a state if i'm correct the the uh, mass incarceration epidemic that swept the black community under the bus the way that it did with drugs and you know all of that stuff, especially marijuana uh, charges. Now, when you compare, and this is in our lifetimes, when you compare that for many years people were locked up, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and calling young people, super predators, you know, all of that stuff came from the Democrats. But you had municipalities who were paid off by these very same Democrats in Republican regions of the country. They took money to open up brand new prisons throughout the United States from the Democrats to lock up at epidemic numbers and epidemic numbers. Anybody that broke those marijuana laws, but now we're selling CBD oil, we're selling marijuana legally, and those people still sit in jail. And nobody has a problem with that. We're sitting up talking about the things that you all were discussing earlier. Now, you got people's families, you got lives who have been basically destroyed to some degree. That's what we need to be focusing our energy on, reversing some of the wrongs that our our politicians have implemented. And the masses, you know, we're kept so busy trying to make a living. Hey, can I let me ask you a question real quick? Uh, and and mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love what you're doing here. Um, what? And I don't want to get into like a whataboutism, Trump type back and forth, left and right deal. But how do you feel about like what Donald Trump did with the criminal justice reform and trying to help you know ease some of that and get some of these people out of jail and change the sentencings and stuff of that nature? Well, I'm not a tunnel vision person. All help is good help. But it has to be help. It shouldn't be predatory. So if he did something positive, and I don't know much about that, um, 
I didn't look follow into him it. a whole and you can understand sure. I didn't follow him a whole lot. Um I'm I'm pretty much pro reparations. Black people in America are owed a debt. We built this country. We built this country. And every time the Democrats in particular because black people vote Democrat overwhelmingly, am I correct? You are correct. Okay. Every time black people bring this issue up, you know, it's getting more popular now to bring it up. But every time they bring it up, the Democrats find a way to tether other groups who are not drowning in America the way black people have already drowned. Yeah, LGBTQIA plus LMNOP. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, look, someone told me what the, um, let me see, you got LGBTQIA. TQ plus, right? The plus stands for pedophile. Someone told me what the plus was the other day, and I almost blacked out mm-hmm. from anger. They're trying to normalize. You know the they're trying is. to normalize pedophilia. Come on, that's exactly what I heard, and I'm not down with that. Uh, you know, I'm not down. I'm really not down with LGBTQ. They no. really just want to be freaky, and that I don't think legislation should be put forth just because somebody's hot in the honey. Yeah, look, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem. Somebody wants to be gay, teach their own. But my, I have a problem with this mm-hmm. transgender uh, agenda and this, and this, uh, this obviously pedophilia. I, I, we can never normalize this nonsense. I, That's know, what they want. No. They want to normalize no. bad behavior. And I, I, I'm not going to do it. And this, and so, so this is why I'm so glad. Do you think it's true? I just pulled it up. What that plus means it says the plus is used to signify all of the gender identities sexual orientations that letters and words cannot yet fully describe. Now, I don't know what the heck that means. You think that means pedophilia? Like they're really going to... Like they're they're pro... Absolutely. It's a word salad for confusion. I mean, it's... like I'm not saying that that's not completely ambiguous and vague, but I don't think that it means that they're talking about we're... Pro they've even changed the meaning sleep to, with children. They, they don't call I mean, it pedophilia anymore. They call it minor attracted people. Well, okay, if their goal is for acceptance society, if the LGBTQ plus, whatever you want to put it, uh, society is for that, I mean, do you think that they're sitting there like, yeah, everybody's going to be pro-child rape? Or, I mean, nobody's, well, nobody's cause, for cause that. Because they, they know they they got to do a soft a soft landing with I mean, it. Yeah. Anybody just rep- slap you in the face with it's it. It's a snowball. It's a snowball. Is anybody Republican okay. or Democrat for Sleeping with kids. I mean, I just, I, I think there's extreme, but that's, no, nobody's for that. Well, he, he, here's where they get the Democrats on this on this matter is they, they, they have hitched their wagon, their horse to this wagon of alphabet people, of all of mm-hmm. it. And they, they're scared to offend any of them because everybody. Even the child rapists? Yeah, apparently so. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I gr- I'm with you on the don't want to offend people in, the, in, in those groups, but the child rapists is you, a crime. Let me ask you this. I mean, Go ahead. I, I do apologize for for interrupting. Did you all follow um, the uh, the trend of what Kamala Harris's ignorant behind went over to Africa trying to do? I, I'm loosely familiar. Uh, I tell you, hey, will you stay on hold through the break with us and come back? Mm-hmm. All right, stay mm-hmm. stay on hold. We got to take our break real quick. Hey, what's your name? Mm-hmm. You, what name you want to use? I call myself Source. Forest. Source. Thor. S O. Force. S-O-U-R-C-E. Source. Force. Force. Okay. Like right. source of information. I, I, I got you. All right. Well, hang on, and we'll be right back with you. Mm-hmm. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. 
I tell you what, I'm going to save the ad read here real quick. Just remember, uh, we're going to circle back to this. Stonington Farms is going to be up here Friday delivering grass-fed, grass-finished beef to Central Mississippi. Three local pickup spots, Florence, Brandon, and Ridgeland. Go to stoningtonfarm.com and get your order in today. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, and MRNA-free, locally sourced beef from right down south of us in Perkinston, Mississippi. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we go. Let's go back to what she said her name was, Force? Like force. A, like a Force. A source or source. source. Yeah. Hey, Let me ask you this. You're back on. I don't think so, because the, the thing is with that, with that young lady is, and that young man that may have passed away at that time, he didn't have any kids by her. He did not have children by her. Hold on. And it was, he was supposed to hey, I've got uh, you. you're back. get with his brothers. Hey, you're, okay. back on, you're back on the air. Okay. All okay. right. Uh, um, no, all, all good. I, I may have had my two people on hold talking to each other there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I cut, hey, cu- Can they do that? Yeah, the, the, the wires get crossed sometimes. So, look, call her, um, hang tight, mm-hmm. and I'll get you back mm-hmm. on. All right, so I wanted to ask you a question. You were, we were talking about reparations, and we were talking about uh, the LGBTQ stuff and all that. So I don't know if you listen to this show much, but I, I've been on this, this, this kick the last week or so, ever since Title 42 ended, that – Black Democrats that have voted for this Joe Biden stuff, I mean, wholeheartedly supported Joe Biden. And I think they're going to be the ones in these urban places like Jackson, Mississippi and Chicago and uh, these, these overwhelmingly majority black Democrat cities. I think they're going to be the ones to catch the grunt of these immigrants coming in and sucking up their resources and whatnot in their cities more so than anybody else. I, I think they're going to they're going to pay the they're going to pay the price for those policies that they voted for. Cause I, I don't think that they, most of them voted thinking, how do I say this? I'm not the most articulate person when it comes to this kind of stuff. I think, I think their blind rage hatred for Trump and anybody, but Trump is going to come back and bite them in the butt because these Biden policies are not pro America and they're not pro American. And regardless of how black folks feel about America, they are American so these policies affect them just like they affect everybody else, and I, but I believe it's going to affect them worse with uh, all these um, – I'm going to call them illegal immigrants. That's what they are, illegal immigrants coming uh-huh. into America and overwhelming the system in their cities. So you want my feedback from that? I, I would like to respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the mic is yours. Yes, sir. So I, I totally agree with you. Um, what – what Democrats in general understand about the black community is that the great majority of the black community does not understand politics. Now, that's what I'm going to tell you. It's factual. Why? Well, why would they want it to be that way? Why is that okay? Because you could take advantage of people without knowledge. If you never informed them, if, if, um, they are totally, our community is totally distracted with a myriad of serious issues and non-issues. Um, so they really, I would venture to say, uh, they really were never intended to understand how politics works. Politics. I mean, it's, it's a true Trojan basically. horse. Hmm? It, it, it's a Trojan horse is what they've it's done. Tro- is what they've done here. Well, exactly. And um, 
when you when you live with lack of knowledge, you know, they say ignorance is, is bliss, but as deadly as ever when it comes to politics, because people can legislate you completely out of existence. And that's what is happening in the black community, because our black politicians in the black community or in, in, in politics, the black representation didn't represent us. They represent everybody but us, but they demand that we vote. And because traditionally there is a, um, a very heavy uh, connotation to us having to fight, our forefathers having to fight for the right for us to vote. We give our vote to the Democrats, and we don't demand any exchange of goods and services for our group. So many of us think that politics is for everybody, but no, politics is for your group. Now, Kim Wade on this radio show, on this radio station every day, 4 to 6 p.m., talks about this very He's thing. He's my friend. I know him good, very Okay, well. good. You know, Kim talks about this at nauseum, that the black the black voting bloc just gives their vote blindly to to the Democrats without mm-hmm. exchange for goods and services. Just they know they're going to get it. And, and I'll say this, and the more I get into this, the more I realize that the overwhelming majority of whites do the same thing with Republicans. And these people ain't got our best interest in minds either. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but it feels like the, the, the black voting bloc could get so much more if they would make these folks earn your vote. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I just the more the older I get, the more I see that. Segment. You do have a segment of black people who are trying to begin to have the conversation about those things. Um, because um, we, if we don't, it's going to be to our detriment. Yep. Hey, look. I'm talking about in this day and time. Everybody wants to talk about, will our children, sir, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. We can't even get our children a lot of times to listen to us. Why? Because we don't have anything of substance to, I guess you could say, rule over them with. We used to be able to give chastisement, I think. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, when that became outlawed, which is something we need to deal with in this day and time, too to get that reinstituted where you do it and you're not killing your children and maiming them. You should be able but to punish your that children. Was taken away. Hmm? You should be able to spank your kids. You should be able to eat them up. That's what was done to us. Mm-hmm. They ate our behind up. Man, well, I and still, we fear. I still we had a healthy down. fear. We had a healthy fear of the elders who ruled over us. Now, most people don't like to hear that kind of talk, but... It is what it is. They knew more than we knew. They were looking out for our best interest. Yeah. Hey, Miss, it's for, Force, right? Yes, sir. Hmm? Force. Look, I, I've got. I got to let you go. I've been really, really enjoyed this. I hope you will call, call me back. Lotus. Just call me Lotus. You can Lotus? say that. All right, Lotus. Lotus. Look, it was great yeah. having you on this morning. It, it's. I, I love it when somebody that's 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 wide awake like you calls in. And, and can see it from both sides. And there's some things you said I don't agree with. There's a lot you said I do agree with. And this is how conversations, mm-hmm. this is how we scare the hell out of these, these politicians is we mm-hmm. have conversations with each other. That's why me and Sean are doing this. You know, when they start seeing well, people fed, so up, fed up about the same things 
They can't people that can't fit in a box, and uh, that's what they're scared of. That's what they're scared oh, of. Yeah. Look, you have a blessed day. I appreciate tell, you. Tell your tell your guest mm-hmm. if he'll give me his number. We can finish our conversation. If you will, uh, if you give him my viewpoint. If you will text me on the Guns and Gear text line, if you'll text me your number, I'll pass it along to him. And I need to text it on to what? Seven six nine. Two four one. Nineteen forty four. 1944, 1944. I got it. All right, and I'm, I'm going to lock your number in, too, and I'll pass it on to Sean. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she had a lot, some good points, too, about what you, what you and I discuss all the time is about not fitting into certain boxes, things you, you agree with. Because both, both sides play this game, right, of we're uh, – Oh, you know, like the Republicans are like, man, I love Jesus 27% more than my opponent. Now you need to vote for me. And I'm sitting in this truck and I got a gun and I shoot stuff. And the Democrats, of course, in pander to minorities that we love LGBT. We, we're, we're all trans. We are all trans. You know, yeah. that's the way both of these sides play. They play these issues to us that really don't actually affect your, your, necessarily your health or your economics or, or, you know, any of that stuff. But it's all these just issues like, oh man, we're, we're we're the most trans, or we're the we're the most yep. Jesus, or I mean that's just that's what they do, and I and I just and those are the commercials they run, and that's the way they try to get voters, and it's it's just it's amazingly annoying to me. Yep. All right, look, let's take a break, yep. caller, stay on hold. Uh, you, you just never know what's going to happen with this show, <laughs> right? I mean, there goes the show prep again. Yeah, I know, and I did a lot. On this I did too. We're going to get to it. I promise. Okay. We'll be right back on the Clay Edwards show. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. you got about a minute and a half. Hey, what's up there, Clay? How you doing, Derek? Uh, look, this is the best show on the radio, I'll tell you right now. The, the addition of Sean is, is excellent, man. That, Thank you. Y'all have real conversations, and I think it's great. I, I, I get my viewpoint changed here and there. It's, it's good. It's good to have these. But what I was calling about is you were calling about uh, this, this open borders uh, taking a toll on the black community. Let me give you an example of this. And when I first started in the business, I'm 20 years ago, with one builder, we had a black bricker, a black sheetrocker, a black roofer, and every single one of those lost their job to imported labor. Now, the bricker was a, a great-grandfather who had his great-grandchildren working and learning the trade. They got that. The business is gone now you know, because you know, gro- growing up, man, black folks were all into the the masonry. Like man, the, they're like awesome. the, the best masons awesome. around were, 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 were black folks. Absolutely, absolutely. And look, let, let me tell you, the sheetrockers. We got rid of our sheetrockers and replaced them with imported labor. Uh, we retained a black sheetrocker, our our guy that's been with us for twenty years, to fix all of the stuff that they do horribly which every one of these, they do inferior work from the get-go. But it's cheap labor, and they can afford, They can actually afford to have these cheap labor people come in here and do horrible work and then pay somebody, an American, to go and fix what they've done. That's a great point, brother. Hey, look, we've got to take our top-of-the-hour break. Thank you so much. Yeah, you got it, Clay. Right, Thanks, man. Uh, for sure. Bye. Another great call. Yeah. All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. Join the studio this morning by Sean Yerkron. We're going to... We're going to get, uh, get the same back on the tracks, and we're going to break down that phone call and talk about some other stuff here at the top of the hour. We'll be back in about seven minutes on 103.9 WYAB, The Clay Edwards Show. 
All right, welcome back in to the most incendiary show on the radio. The best show on the radio, as that last caller said. Thank you for that compliment. This is the Clay Edwards Show live on 103.9 FM WYAB. We are live in the ClayEdwardsShow.com studios with my guest, Sean Yurtkron, or more like my co-host. I don't know if he's a guest anymore at this point. <laughs> he's done put his shoes on the couch and everything. He yeah, made himself right. at home. I know, um, I'm going to get my own set of headphones and leave them here, I think. <laughs> I don't know how long they would stay. Yeah. Hey, this, yeah, Kim Wade. We, I'll, <laughs> I'll see you at the gym and ask about him. Right? Yes, yes. This segment is going to be brought to you by Take a Break Deliveries. Get out there and uh, get your Take a Break Deliveries ordered. They are serving breakfast now in Rankin and Madison County. Start taking deliveries at 8 a.m. every day but Sunday. So if uh, you don't want to wait till lunchtime, you got a sausage and biscuit or something from your favorite place, check and see if they're available and get breakfast delivered from Take a Break Deliveries. All right, get lunch delivered, get dinner delivered. If you're hanging out, enjoying a a good party at the house, uh, watching football, hanging out by the pool, whatever the case may be, and uh, you're out of beer, liquor, they can deliver that too. Uh, We're we're legal around here, which I think is everywhere in the Tri-County area now. And the NBA playoffs are on tonight, Miami Heat, man. Who are they they playing? Oh, it's the uh, Celtics. Celtics, yeah, man. I haven't watched much, but I, I said as if we got to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals, I may start tuning in a little bit. Mm-hmm. The new camera angles have gotten so good. Yeah, it really is. It really it's great. You know, basketball and baseball this year has been really good to watch. The changes in the rules in baseball has mm-hmm. made the game move by so much faster. Because I know I don't know how big a baseball fan you are, and I mean I love baseball, but I it used just, to be. It's hard to watch for so long, right? It's one yes. of those games, but now it's so much quicker games are just going by like an hour 90 minutes you know and all that kind of stuff. so it's really really cool i wonder that, if that's affected the bottom dollar at the uh, ballparks well concession sales yeah they've moved the the time you can buy beer to i think i forget what inning now i think it's a ninth inning now because yeah. it's the games are so much faster oh that you know, they push the time that you can actually buy beer back because mm-hmm. the games are just moving too quick and the ballparks that's have gotten what nice. you're thinking about yeah the ballparks have gotten to where they have more stuff to do in them too so you're not just in and out they're they're kind of a inclusive experience yeah i hear that you know i haven't i go i've been to man i've been to so many different ballparks around the country and i'm going to the brave stadium and for july 4th weekend i've never been there but i've heard that's a pretty neat experience yeah. i'm where there's to go all this, this stuff i'm wanting to go this summer too mm-hmm. well look uh whether it's baseball basketball whatever you're doing if you need to get some beer or liquor delivered or some food for the party call take a or no you don't have to call get up with take a break deliveries take a break deliveries.com or download the app from your favorite app store just type take a break deliveries Hey, they're hiring drivers, too, out in Rankin County and probably Madison, too. They, you always need good drivers, so if you're looking to work, hit them up. Take a break deliveries and use the promo code, all caps, CLAY601, for $5 off your order. They also send updated promo codes out every day on the uh, app there. All right, Sean. Yeah. Man, let's uh let's just run through a few texts real quick. Sure. Wait, I can't read them all. Y'all, y'all melted the text line. Uh, during Miss Force's call there. Uh, Kimberly had said something a little earlier. She said about tipping. She goes, There's a tip jar in the weed stores. I've never tipped from my I've never tipped my bud server, but it's there. I'm like, yeah. But and they uh, deserve a tip, don't they? <laughs> like that's the one I'd be like, all right, you get the bud guy a tip, man. Uh, one of the textures te- te- texted in and said, bump. I guess they like the call. I think that means bump it up. Uh let's see here. Uh 
right, so I got I got Miss Lotus's contact information here, and she called her a source, not force. I was I butchered that. I couldn't hear it either. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm hard of hearing source, but I got you. I got your contact info. I'm gonna get you locked in here in a second. Have you noticed that? Have you gone in your 40s that you are getting? I, I've noticed that about myself, where I'm like, dang, I think I'm. I couldn't hear that. Well, I need. I have to turn the radio down so I can so I can see where to turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're driving your car, I've done yeah. that too. Right? Yeah, turn, turn the radio down so I can see where I'm going. Yeah, I've done. Yeah. Oh God, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, Reagan can, as always, with some with some great great information here. He says, "Please inform your earlier caller uh, that many things permitted and done in the Old Testament are no longer appropriate or permitted." Uh, we don't sacrifice lambs and goats to cover to cover our sins. For instance, what Hunter did was inappropriate. Also, when we black people commit crimes, we deserve punishment, whether it is fifty or five, or whether it is fifty of us or five thousand. And I don't give a dang how many whites, Hispanics, and Haitians or Samoans are in prison with us. Criminals in jails mean less criminals out here with those of us who choose to obey the law. Yeah, uh, you know, look, I did not agree with everything she said. Um, but we we agreed on more than we disagreed on, and uh, and that's all I asked for. Let's see here. You know, it's always when, and I'm not knocking her, but everybody, um, you know, people will be like, well, in the Bible, I mean, like the Bible also said, don't touch the skin of a pig, I and mean, that would ruin my Sunday ticket package. <laughs> I mean, like, it, I just, so, I mean, I think there's things in the Bible that are not as applicable today. I don't know if that's the best, but somebody's going to tap me for that, no, whatever I, it is. I, I don't know how you want to say it, but everybody knows what I mean. So Yeah, uh, the same unknown texture that uh, said, if Obama knew about the Russian hoax, should he be charged with a crime? That's a great point. Uh, David says, Clay, I think they should bring busloads of illegal immigrants to Jackson and Memphis. What will it hurt? I don't want to hear they are criminals. Uh, what do you have in those areas now? These black politicians have sold out their own people. The black community, the biggest politician is the preacher because the preachers tell black people who to vote for. Yeah, man, I mean, I've been saying it for a long time. Let's take a call real quick. Yeah. Hey, you're on there. It's kind of playing you back. That's what I hear. Yeah. Hey, if you, if you call in, please just have your radio cut down and be ready. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do a couple more. All right. I, I, I'll kind of weed through these texts a little bit. I got Sean here. Oh, he didn't come to hear me read text. Oh, I'm cool listening. We had a ton. That's like the most text we've ever had. Right? It is a lot of text. It's Let's see. Text, uh, it's an unknown texture. I had a friend years ago that defriended me during the Supreme Court case over gay marriage due to my views. My comments to him was simple that the conversation we should be having is about whether the standard of marriage should change because because we all were doing was valid because all we were doing was validating one group without actually discussing whether the standard should change. I used pedophiles as an example of what could happen if we don't have a conversation about the standard. And he thought I was insane. Now we look, now look where we are. I'm sure we should still be, I'm, I'm sure he would still disagree with me and call me insane. Hey, you know, Clay, I, I actually have a comment on that. Whether, whether, whatever your views are on gay marriage or, or not. And uh, you know, obviously I'm for it, but I think that, um, I've always. This is one question I've always wanted somebody to ask. Why is the government even involved in marriage? I feel like you know they should be involved in the support for minor children, property settlements, those kinds of things in a marriage. But why is the government? Why do I have to go to the circuit clerk's office and get a marriage license from the government to get married? Uh, like it doesn't point. seem like that's something the government, except for you know 
the you know, the settlement of property and for support of kids. Other than that, though, it doesn't seem like that's something that the government should be involved in. That's all. That's all I always thought. I agree, hundred percent. You know, right. and that nobody should do anyway under any circumstances. But that's a different point. <laughs> you know, you know, don't get married. I mean, I can say that it should be a, a religious thing. But then I know there's people who don't believe who atheists who get married. So I don't I don't know what the right. Why is the government yeah. involved in this though? Like it should be like a religious sure? ceremony or your personal ceremony. If you're atheist or whatever, like it seems like that should be something between your family and friends, not the government. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's more so for when you do, for taxes. Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's just yeah. way to keep track of everything you do. Right, it's a, it's a, you, you got to pay to you gotta get that marriage license. That's something else to charge you to do. Yeah, and, I mean, you, you got to pay someone money. to marry you. You know, they yeah. file it. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, clearly, we all anybody that's been married knows. I mean, marriage is an economy in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's a lot of money there. I mean, and the people can still have ceremonies and, yeah. and get married in the eyes of God. I don't need a piece of paper to tell me I love somebody or not. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't need, and I don't know why. In, like in some states, you can just if you want a divorce, you can just get a divorce, right? Mississippi, you need grounds. There's grounds for divorce, or you can file what's a no irreconcilable differences yeah, irreconcil- divorce. Irreconcil- but both parties have to agree. But so either you have to find a ground, or both parties have to agree. So if you're in a marriage and you don't have a grounds, or and your partner doesn't want to agree, you're just kind of sitting there. I mean, and that's a. I think that's another thing that's a bit ridiculous. Like if I don't want to be in the marriage anymore, I think I should be able to leave. Agreed, and you know, and I, I know there's. A- we can have a whole other conversation about this one day. <laughs> no, right. I just I, sorry, I didn't mean to go down this rabbit hole, but I just I think caller or texter brought it up. You know, people think, well, I, I stayed home and raised the kids. I deserve half of everything you ever make again for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, but that was a decision that you made, though, and uh, you got to know that it don't always play out like that in the end. You can invest a lot of time into things, and people can be shady. I don't know. Think wisely, choose wisely. Mm-hmm. But again, whatever. I just got held Stay hostage dating. for last year. So stay dating. It's it's better. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, let's see here. Woodrow says marriage license used to prevent interracial marriages. Uh, were they? At one time, before a case called Loving vs. Virginia, which I think is happened in the early 1960s. That's right. Yeah. That's right, because they were talking about that. Now that could be overturned after Roe. Well, because of that, that comment that uh, in the Dobbs case that Clarence Thomas's crazy self made, where I think he talked about, he didn't just talk about, Loving, he talked, which is which would affect himself, by the way, because he's married to a white woman. And then um, the the Griswold versus Connecticut, which is a case about contraceptive that kind of created the right to privacy, if I'm not mistaken. So there was kind of things, and then of course the gay marriage case, Obergefell, which I can never pronounce correctly. It's as messed up as my own last name. I can't say it right. And uh, so I think he had kind of alluded to the fact that the Dobbs decision could get rid of you know right to con- contraception interracial marriage and uh, gay marriage which is all part of what's called substantive due process and i think that's i think he just wrote that in there i don't know that that's necessarily what the court's gonna kind of hope that's not what they're gonna do i mean you, you can't you never can tell but i think that's something he wrote um <clears throat> unrelated kind of pulling it back into jackson buddy my dustin text in on the guns and gear text line says i went to jackson last night for northwest Rankin grad night and somebody put a tracking device on my truck at iron horse Capitol hmm. Police kept us safe, though. They were everywhere. Dustin, give me some more information on that. Hmm. You know, uh, did you think they were tracking you to see where you live and come back and steal your truck later? Yeah. I mean, what, what do they I know a lot there? of private investigators that do that, yeah. though. Like, usually it's a situation with a you know, divorce kind of situation. I've let seen me that tell, happen where they put tracking Let me on. tell you something. If I ever catch somebody out in my drive, and I'm, I know, big badass Clay talking stuff on the radio, if I ever 
catch somebody out in my driveway or somewhere putting a tracking device on my vehicle, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend that it's a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> and right. That, and that my and that I have been threatened. You have now threatened me in my life. Because why else are you under my car unless you're still in my Cadillac converter? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, right? I mean, I wonder if, if someone is underneath your car putting this tracker. I guess you, you you're well within your rights to defend yourself. I mean, they're committing a crime. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Because I mean, are, are you? Because now I feel like you're tracking me to kill me or something. Yeah, I mean, or you don't. A better way of saying this, I don't know that you know what they're doing. If someone's under my car, I'm thinking they're trying. They're committing a crime. I don't know what they're doing. So I think at that point I have, I can act. We were, you know, we talk about the self defense stuff and things that I think that they're committing a felony on your vehicle. It at that should point. be illegal, or you may believe they are at least. It should be illegal to put a tracking device on somebody's vehicle. Yeah, I don't think unless you're law enforcement, you have a warrant or whatever, like yeah. that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, just like a pri- I, I mean, I know of these private investigators that do that, yeah, I do especially too. in divorce situations. I've heard them say, oh, well, you know, we're tracking uh, Billy, you know, Willie, Joe, whoever, and he's cheating on his wife. So we put mm-hmm. this tracker in her car. And um, but I, I agree with you. I don't think they should just be able to do that. No, I mean, I, I'm all for tracking devices. I want to put a tracking device on my kid's car or if I want to put one on my car. Right. Whatever. I'm not against tracking devices. I love technology, but I am against people. Illegally putting one on mine or putting on one one on mine without my knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I mean, if someone's underneath my car, I mean, they're probably gonna get butt whipped. What's a fafo? I mean, that's just. I mean, if it's underneath my car, well, let's say, yeah, let's say took off my catalytic converter. That'd be all right because those <laughs> are bad now. Let's take a break real quick. Come back. I want to play a game with Sean called Headlines. He's got five. I got five. I actually have like two, but we'll, we'll, we're running out of time anyway. I got seven or eight ready, too. So <laughs> You're good. You can, you can borrow some of mine. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by one of our new sponsors, Patina Hair Studio. Located right out there in Ridgeland, uh, basically uh, right behind where Krolakis and all that stuff is, right there on um, South Maple Street, 108 South Maple Street. Brand new shop, this little uh, strip mall they just built there. And they had, man, they did a real deal build out on this thing. It was This was designed to be a hair studio, and you could tell when you go in. It, it, you just know the difference when something was kind of retrofitted, to be something, and when something was built right. to be something, yeah, uh, and getting to see uh, somebody's vision come through, and them have some say so in the blueprints and the design, the design, the architecture, and everything. This place was built to be a hair studio, but hey, it's, they're way more than just a hair studio. And guys, where is that now? It's right there in Ridgeland. What's that? Uh, Jackson Street or whichever one? Oh, uh, okay. You take you guys like what they call Old Town Ridgeland, right oh, like there, like the fake downtown they built there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right there in, in the midst of all that. It's nice, by the way. I didn't mean anything by. Fake. It's just the fake downtown. Yeah, we call it. yeah. It's kind of got that old, that old yeah. look or old town or yeah. But it's right there. The road's off of it. It's called uh, uh, Maple Street, right there. But you just you take that same exit that you would take to go to Renaissance, mm-hmm. but you go right back towards Fifty One. It's right through that light on the right there. Um, <clears throat> look, guys, they they do men's haircuts. You can do walk ins. Women, of course, they do your cuts, colors, blowouts, extensions, the whole nine yards there. It is a one-stop shop, and they also, women, and hey, guys, I'm not judging, manis and petties. So, and they've got these um, wash chairs, your, your hair wash chairs, that do, do a full massage from head to toe, well, neck to toe, shoulders to toe, however you want to say that. So while you're in it, 
getting your hair washed, you're getting a massage simultaneously. And I think it's like air massage. Anyway, it's, it's, oh. it's really cool. And hey, those chairs, I ain't putting the business out there. They ain't cheap. But uh, this is all top of the line stuff. Check them out. PatinaHairStudio.com. Sean, you probably, you got nice hair. You probably experienced this. You go get a haircut mm-hmm. and you look great when you leave the, the salon yeah. or the studio, whatever you want to call it, the barber. Um, me and men like to say barber. Mm. But, yeah. uh, even though I go to Lacey Norris, I've been going there for like 15 years, but yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, still the barber. I call her the barber. Yeah. Lacey, you're the barber. Yeah, love Lacey. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but you go and you can't replicate, ever get the style to replicate at home. It's like it looked really good when yeah, I yeah, yeah. She did this right. one thing, and I've never been able to get to do that since. And you try to buy, like, I bought, like, sea salt spray. You're like, oh, maybe it'll get back. No, it never works. Exactly. Never works. Well, works. one of the things that patinas that they specialize in is you being able to replicate that haircut when you get home. Not the cut, but the, the style. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's something they take a lot of pride in. It's something Tina uh, preaches to her folks. Is so they give you, like, the products that they're using. and Exactly. You what... Show you how to do it. Wow. The whole nine yards. So That is a good point because you never can get it looking that way. I mean, I know it sounds so ridiculous us two guys talking about it. We can't never get our hair looking that way. I can't get the gel to stick <laughs> yeah, that right in front. But it's like true. It. You can't. You know? well, they're they're going to help you out with that there at Patina. You can schedule an appointment online at patinahairstudio.com or give them a call, 769 572 one six. They're also on Facebook there at Patina Hair Studio, and they are celebrating uh, Law Enforcement Week. And by the way, it is National Police Week and whatnot. Uh, law Enforcement. They're offering free cuts by appointment and ten percent product discount to all law enforcement. Must be in uniform or show credentials. The offer is available uh, Tuesday, May sixteenth through this Saturday. So, law enforcement, a free haircut, but you got to make an appointment to do it at Patina Hair Studio. Sean McDaniels, I know you're listening right now. Take advantage of that. I've seen your hair. I'm messing with Sean. Uh, no, but we got a, we got a lot of law enforcement guys out there. Y'all take advantage of this, and who knows? Maybe you'll end up switching your business to Patina's full time. What a great idea! Yeah. All right, Sean. Let's do some headlines here. I got one for you. I yep. think you're gonna like this one too. All right. Okay. Have you ever um? Do you ever look at the website five thirty eight Nate Silver? I haven't in a while. Okay. I'm but you know who over, he is. I'm kind of over polls. Yes. Yeah. He's a pollster, and he's a I mean, I don't know if you can call him a liberal. I don't really know what his. I mean, I would assume he is, though. I would. I'm going to go with that assumption. Anyway, he's got a website and with 538. He was he was at one point uh, connected to ABC, and I think they ended his contract. It's what because he had some issues back in 2016. Of course, he called well, everybody called the election wrong in 2016, and um, so there were some issues there. And anyway, but his website's good, and I listen to his podcast quite a bit. He had an article that kind of I thought was pretty fitting, especially for Mississippi. It's, it plays in Mississippi angle, and it's a national thing. And it's entitled, Why Republicans Are Targeting Professors' Job Security. Why College professors, mm-hmm. obviously. Why Republicans Are Targeting Professors' Job Securities. And this is about, um, what the article basically is about, bills that are, are pending in several states like Texas and Ohio that are trying to either reevaluate uh, professor tenure or um, just end it completely. So there's just a, there's been this. And what it's arguing that there's just been this push by the by the right to over the woke agenda. Yes, to to yeah, to regulate campuses, right. Yeah. And then of course you know the counter argument would be, which I agree with, is that if you end tenure, it reduces uh, free academic thought and those sorts of things where they're not you know professors are more acting like more of a conformist and actually trying to be an individual about their what they're teaching their thoughts. So there's just, it goes back and forth on those kinds of things. But anyway, so but why do you think I guess. Or what is your reaction to that? I guess would be the better question. What would your reaction to that? Uh, I don't like, I don't like forcing people to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I feel like as conservatives at some point we let go of academia, right? And we let liberals hijack it. Why is that though? Because I mean, it seems like education is good for everybody, right? But yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that you know. Academia has become more of a liberal institution over the last 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And now concern, that's actually the good thing that you brought that up because in the article it talks about how like 96% of Republicans have a negative view of higher education. Yep. 96%. Yeah. That's not a good thing. You well, know? Like, that's something that I think we really need to focus on and fix. Well, people send their kids off to college and they come back transgender LGBTQ Well, warriors. that's what the article is saying, that they you know, get, you know, these kids go off to school and they feel like they get indoctrinated yep. into a liberal agenda, which they don't agree with. But also, I mean, doesn't that, isn't that going to lead us into a place where families are going to be like, well, I don't know if I want to send my kid to college. Well, I mean, that's not good either. We, no, I, I'll say this on the flip side is I think conservative professors and academia people are scared to be openly conservative because you see all these liberal nut jobs on campus shouting them down and harassing them and mm-hmm. uh, there's a story about Evergreen College yeah right you know, go back that. and look at the Evergreen deal yeah. with the conservative uh, they wanted to have a black people only come to school day that's white people not to come to school and he was like this is ridiculous and they he basically had to be helicoptered out of there by the National Guard. You know, one of my uh, really close friends, I'm not going to name him, but he's a, uh, he's a law professor, and, um, and he's a conservative, right? He's, a, he's not a social conservative, but he is a hardcore, hardcore fiscal conservative. And he has explained this to me that uh, time and again that there is a, there's obviously a liberal bent in academia and that he is treated negatively for pushing the kind of papers he writes that are, you know, conservative viewpoints and those, and, uh, and that's, that is a actual issue that, you know, he encounters. And this is a guy that is not a, I mean, he's a brilliant man, by the way, brilliant. Need to, they need to and, actually allow free speech on college campuses. Yeah. And I think, right. And I think that's Without where this is coming from, that there's a lot of, but I think now you have an overreaction by the right to shut it down, which that's not good either, because, and that's what the kind of what the right's talking about. They don't like being shut down. Well, now you're trying to shut down liberal thought too. So there's got to be a way to fix this where we're not shutting everybody up. Well, and I think that's the first thing we jump to. It's like, what can we do to stop this? How do we end this? Well, let's fire them or let's get rid of them. And the, you know, when it's a viewpoint that people don't like, we don't ever come up with a, well, why don't we have hire some more conservative professors or why don't we hire, you know, like, why don't we have a balance of that? I think you always have to use the, the Donald Trump and you know, the, the <clears throat> always ask for double of what you actually want. So you can meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And, you know, like I think the overreaction, if that's what you want to call it from the right, is a reaction to feeling like it's gone too far left. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and I think it's the same thing. Uh, gay marriage, for instance. Yep. I, I think a lot of people were way, way, way more against it um, 10 years ago. Oh, I've got a poll and, right here, actually. I, yeah. and, and, and now that and now people are like, OK, well, I'm OK with gay marriage, but I'm not OK with the transgender stuff. That's a mm-hmm. line too far. So it's like, we'll meet you in the middle on there. But say, uh, for an, a good example is uh, yeah. the abortion stuff. I think for the most part, people were, I don't want to say okay with, with the Roe Ro v. Wade, but we, we had lived with it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's when these states and stuff started pushing for post-birth abortions, super-duper late-term abortions, and all this extreme stuff, they were like, well, hold, maybe it's time that we review this stuff. 
Well, I think there's always been a concerted effort on the right to get rid of Roe, starting from the minute it was handed down. There's been a, there's actually some really good documentaries about this too, but mm-hmm. they've they played this long game over the course of almost fifty years and, and ended up winning. And that, so I don't know. If, I think yeah, I, th- I don't think those things helped, or they maybe they woke up other people that weren't as like you're saying exactly. as engaged. But I think that they've that's been a long game with them for you know last fifty years. But interesting enough, we were talking about gay marriage. So I saw this poll on Meet the Press a couple weeks ago. In 2004, when George W. Bush was running for re-election, 65% of the public was opposed to gay marriage. 2023, 65% of the public in favor of gay marriage. It's amazing how the public has evolved on that issue over the course of almost 20 years. Because I remember 2004, I was in law school, and Karl Rove had put a... um, that push that ballot anti gay you know no gay marriage amendment on all the ballots. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And and so that helped to try to help George W. Bush in the election. Of course, he won against John Kerry. And now, could you imagine someone putting an anti gay marriage amendment? Now, I don't they can't because of the Supreme Court's opinion. But let's say they tempted to do something like that. That would be unheard of. And the majority of the public would be outraged because sixty five percent of the public is pro gay marriage. So like that would never happen. So that's interesting how you see how views have evolved over the course of two decades where. 20 years ago, it was perfectly acceptable to be anti-gay marriage. Nowadays, you can't say that out loud. There's no way you could. That would not even be. I don't mm. even know that any politicians are really pushing that that much these days. Maybe like somebody Margie Taylor Green or something like that. But other than that. Uh, MJT is good, man. She's bringing uh, impeachment papers on Biden. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm I mean, sure. Uh, on, on whoever's in charge of the FBI right now. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's just the way the government's going to go. We're going to everybody's going to be impeached from here to the end of time, no matter who the president is. <laughs> well, just the, uh, they should just leave the impeachment the, papers on, on the desk there. The, Demo- just... the, the Democrats set the standard. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. Let's go back to the '90s. You know, if somebody got a blowjob and got impeached. Oh. Well, can I not say that all there? Oh, we did. I'm oh, sorry. I, I oh. didn't know that was. Uh, all right, let's take a break real quick. Come back and. It's my turn on the headlines. Okay, we'll be cool. right back. Again to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by. Uh, look, I told you guys about Stonington Farm earlier. They are again. They're going to be up in town this Friday. Get your order in by Thursday, and experience the grass-fed difference. And which I, t- I talked about this yesterday, I believe. They uh, every time I go pick up my food, it's the same people there, plus more. Every time. So it's growing. I think this last time they had their biggest delivery up here to the Jackson area, thanks to Clay Edwards Show and WYAB listeners. So we appreciate that. They're growing, and uh, they're just great folks. 100% grass-fed, 100% grass-finished. You don't have to buy an, a certain amount either to take advantage of it being delivered. If you just want to try a pack of their hamburger meat, which, by the way, is on sale right now for five ninety nine a pound instead of six ninety nine, or you want to get a whole dang cow, they can make that happen. Just go to stoningtonfarm.com. And give Miss Katie Stonington a call. The phone number's listed there. I'm not going to bog y'all down with phone numbers on the radio. Stoningtonfarm.com. Call Katie. She'll get your order together. They'll send you over an invoice so you'll know exactly how much you're going to be spending. And uh, decide where it works best for you to pick it up. Pearl. Uh, Pearl. Florence, Brandon, or Ridgeland this Friday. All right, Sean. Yep. Headlines. Sorry, I was Googling Stonington Farm to see where I could pick this up at. Where could I, where, could I pick it up at any other store or? Uh, no, you have to get it from them or go to like one of the markets that they're at. So okay, does it say what markets they're at? Or well, they they stay, usually stay in South Mississippi. Okay, so but, they're not they don't come to Jackson and go to like the farmers market or. Mm-mm, but they do make these deliveries once a month up here. Okay, and so you can get it like that. <clears throat> like if you get an order in this week, mm-hmm. uh, you can pick it up Friday at either Ridgeland, Florence, or Brandon. And I usually go and pick up mine right too. So if you if you get an order in, want me to pick it up, throw it in my freezer. 
Thanks, man. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm, I really want to try this out, man. I'm all into the grass-fed stuff. So yeah, It's really, really good. Yeah, dude, I, I do it for the guy I work with, too. I mean, no problem. I get another buddy of mine, Steve. I grab his for him. Cool. So I don't mind. I do not mind doing my part to help out. Yeah, they just they don't come to Jackson. I guess they're you know, probably smart about that. Uh, you just never know. Yeah. All I right. do go to that farmer's market a lot. I really like it. It's right down from my house on Jefferson Street. You know. I know. I do love the farmer's market. I was uh, actually going to stop by the Berries Farmer's Market in Pearl yesterday. Oh, yeah, one's nice, too. Had a change of plans and didn't quite make it. Rode right past it, then decided to go to to go to Ulta. Oh. Uh, the, the girlfriend needed some perfume, so we, we went to Ulta instead. Oh, okay. Instead of the Farmer's Market. Oh, well, there, you, there used to be that one on West Street, you remember, in Jackson. Did you ever go to that mm-hmm. one where they did the – That they was were doing a good the, one. They had the cafe there. And yeah. The they were yep. doing the COVID test there a few years ago, yep. but they had the – Right, right, yeah. It was that place was awesome. I have a picture of the Coliseum, the big high street billboard, mm-hmm. the digital billboard, and it says COVID nineteen testing. Right. I was like, you know, like I want to. I feel like we're going to look back at all that stuff in twenty years from now, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like we look back at World War Two. Oh, stuff I'm sure, where, right? Where yeah, we converted things to different for different uses. And I was like, the fairgrounds being used for COVID testing and stuff. Oh, I, I, yeah, just like we look at the flood pictures now. You, know, you can see those things, and you're like, wow, look at that the, the Coliseum in the 1970s. Or Yeah, yeah exactly. Did, you can kind of look back at it and be like, well, that was, why were they doing that, Daddy? Did you ever Google the Spanish flu during the pandemic about like the pictures of that? Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool because like, it, it actually was interesting how people were doing the same things we were doing, obviously incorrectly, as we found out later. But everybody's masking up and, you know, and uh, there was lockdowns and all those kinds of things. There were all these ads for the lockdowns, all, just all these old ads. It was pretty cool. Heck yeah. All right, so here's my headline here. All right. You know, as I put these together, I, I realize that some of these I can't. I don't know that I'm comfortable doing on the radio, especially after that <laughs> last segment. Thank you, Sean. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to offend any kids that listen to this. Pro- I don't know if you're a child, <laughs> if you should be listening, but go yeah. ahead. Uh, let's see here. Did you hear about the Colorado driver that – tried to switch seats with his dog yes, I in a did. failed attempt to avoid a DUI? I did. So I was talking to my girlfriend last night about this, and I, I think the funniest part here is trying to understand which part of this messes with my sensibilities the most. Is it, and this is on foxnews.com. I actually yep. got the notification yesterday. That I, don't, I don't know what bothers me most. They were drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Or they were so drunk that they made a bad enough decision to get in the car with a dog that can, that can drive. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, obviously the dog can't drive, right? But they, th- they but, you know, but that'd but, be pretty cool if it could. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my dog Ray, man. She but they drive the car. But they, you know, like they thought that I was supposed to. If you're the cop, right? Yeah, and you walk. They thought the, the cop was gonna think the dog could drive. Yeah, yeah, like, I, t- I taught the dog how to drive. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, didn't that one person in Laurel was having sex with the dog? Mm-hmm. And we had one case at the DA's office one time where somebody had taught a dog to have sex with him and videoed it. And we had the video of this. Like, it taught taught his dog There's to, a video of that girl in Laurel, too. Right? Is there a video of her? Okay, yeah, uh-huh. this one was back 10, 12 years ago, and he had taught his German Shepherd to have sex with him. And uh, and I forget the command. Oh God, I'm gonna have to ask my friend who prosecuted the case. But he had like the specific command when he wanted the dog to do him. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like it's like people flip that switch. It was some funny command that he had. But people. and uh, the video was really the maybe one of the and I've seen some gross stuff, but it was pretty pretty rough. Yep. All right. So that was my headline. I didn't get too political with these headlines. No, that was that's a good one though. I mean, that's pretty funny that they thought 
that they were that drunk. I mean, I've been that drunk, but I don't know that I'm drunk enough to think the dog could drive. Drunk enough probably to run and well, so, but leave the car in the middle so of the road. But if I suspend to- my belief, you know, or I suspend my disbelief, should I say, I'm supposed to believe that you got in the car with a dog for the dog to drive. Right, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of bad decision-making here. Yeah, it seems like that was not a good idea. Like, Uber would have been a good idea. Right, but here, not. Here's something a little more political. Yeah, sure. Uh, Sports Illustrated decided to put a tranny and an 81-year-old Martha Stewart on two of its four swimsuit issue covers this year. I saw something about Martha Stewart. and Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the, the transgendered girl they put on there, guy... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's actually had the surgery. It was at six. It had the surgery. Kim Petera, Kim Petras okay. had the uh, had the uh, sexual reassignment surgery at sixteen years old. Believed to have been the youngest person to have gone through it. She's thirty now. Okay. Um, Whoa. So she's thirty. So she had this done like fourteen years ago. Uh huh. Wow. I believe she's yeah. Not, the now thirty year old Petras joins eighty one year old Martha Stewart. I'm just pulling it up on my man. I wouldn't know that was. <laughs> so I'm looking at the photos here. She looks like a, a woman to me. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest, Clay. Look at the photo. I mean, she does. I mean, you can't, we can't. You know, whatever. You know. But anyway, so that's uh that is what uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue has devolved into an 81 year old Martha Stewart. And people are like, oh, it's so empowering to put an 81 year old Martha Stewart on there. You go, girl. First question here. You know, she's taking that. Let me go to Ribble talk here. Wow. She has taken that job from a potential young swimsuit model. Yep, that's... Oh, God, now they're going to be picketing outside Sports Illustrated. That's my question, though. Who reads Sports Illustrated anymore? Does somebody... I mean, does... I mean, nobody goes and picks up magazines anymore, I'm pretty sure. Does anybody download this to their iPad? Well, they were the same. I mean, I just haven't... I haven't read a Sports Illustrated since the 80s. Dan Woken, uh, Yahoo writer, I think it's Dan Woken. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss fans know who I'm talking about. They hate him. Um, I do, too. He's and there were so many of these sports journalists, SI included, that were all about keeping everything shut down and not playing football and not doing anything during COVID. I don't believe that the very people who did not want sports to happen should be able to profit off of sports still happening. Like you should, if you don't think sports should have been played, you should, you have lost your your man card or your ability to be a sports columnist are or they, a sports magazine. Are they? Um, you're saying they own Sports Illustrated? No, 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 okay. no. I'm just using a couple of examples okay. of some of these woke journalists, woke sports journalists. Oh, I got you. Who, who were just mortified that grown men wanted to go out there and play football during COVID. Oh, was, was there was there a sport? I, I don't remember. I thought everybody was so ready for football. That's all I, I – that almost seemed bipartisan. Like, get out there and play, guys. Normal people were. You know. But there was the, the, the uber woke who think we should still be shut down. Yeah, I mean, I think there was definitely people that were just over. I mean, there's heck. I saw the other day, Clay. Somebody's walking by my office with a mask on outside, and I'm like, you know, I mean, I'd still, there's still. I think there was people that were just really, really. I got behind a black guy in a Lexus yesterday, and he was in a BMW. I was getting on the interstate, and he he was in a car by himself, and he had the mask down on his chin. I'm like, man, what are you doing with these masks? Take mm-hmm. it off. Please. It's almost becoming like a stylish thing, I've noticed, right? Everybody's wearing it. I mean, yeah, you know, I see those little paper ones. Yeah, I just, the funniest too, I did see a guy in the drive in with one the other day too, and I was like, okay, that was stupid during the pandemic. Now this is even, this is even crazier now. Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Uh, you got another headline? Um, Let me see. I think I had some stuff. Right. 
Well, actually, Clay, we haven't got to the Durham thing at all. That was my other headline. Well, um, or do we have enough time for that? No, we don't really, do we? No, we got too many. I mean, uh, it it is what it is with the Durham thing. I, I, I all the I'm just a little disappointed in the uh, liberal media outlets for just now trying to make it like it's a nothing sandwich. Well, we told y'all it was a nothing sandwich for years. I mean, like you you were saying that, I guess we can hit it for a second here. We got a minute. You know, sure. like you were saying that one of your fears of Trump was that he was a stooge of Putin and all that, and you were worried about Putin and everything. Sure. Uh, now, this proves that he was not. Well, I think, you know, I'll actually go back to Mueller report. I think in the Mueller report, they said that they had no evidence of collusion during the Mueller report. But mm-hmm. I think this was more geared towards, did the Hillary Clinton campaign conspire to, you know, push this Russia thing? Actually, it's... Actually, that's not true. What he found, what Durham said, I know that this is, I just because I actually read the report, and he um, instead said, you know, one of his theories was that the uh, Trump Russia investigation was, was started because of other issues through the Clinton campaign. But Durham said there is no question that the FBI had an affirmative obligation to closely examine the Papadopoulos allegations. And though he argues that it should only have been like a preliminary investigation rather than the full investigation that actually happened. So really, do you remember the Papadopoulos thing? V- vaguely. Okay. I remember, yeah. yeah, Papadopoulos is this dude. He was a young guy, and he met with the um, some Russian that was talking about giving emails or Hillary, the Democratic Party's emails. Then he told an Australian diplomat about that who informed the uh, FBRCA, something like that. That's right. And, he, he went to jail, didn't he? Yeah, I yeah. think for like 12 days or something like that. And then... um. That's when Crossfire Hurricane, uh, listeners, that's the FBI investigation to yep. the possible ties between the Trump organization. And all that. Well, that became later, right? So, like, the reason they started, and this Durham confirms this, is because of this Papadopoulos encounter. The Steele dossier, which is what the Fusion GPS had hired Steele, which is you know, the Clinton campaign hired Fusion GPS, who hired mm-hmm. Steele, right? That was later. After Papadopoulos, which, you know, further, which also the Steele dossier was debunked and all those kinds of right. things. Hold that thought. We're going to take yep. our last break. We'll be right back to close the show or land the plane, as I like to say, with Sean York Karan right here on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, guys, hey, real quick, guns and gear, get over there. See them today. They've extended that Mother's Day special while supplies last. Uh, let me see. Pull it back up real quick, and we got to get out of here. But um, it is the uh, 22. Here it is. Mother's Day special. It's the Rock Island 22 bolt action with a 10-round mag, threaded barrel. Uh, also get 500 rounds of 22 LR ammunition for only $189.99 if you're paying cash, $229.99 if you're paying with a card. So you get a gun. And 500 rounds of ammo for only one eighty nine ninety nine cash. It guns and gear while supplies last. Sean, had a great show today. Yeah, it's been fun. I even don't even know what we talked about all day. I know. Today's one of the days I could have done a third hour. Yeah. I mean, we still yeah. got all this show prep from the last two days I've yet to hit. So Right, right. Well, I guess we got Friday, right? Yeah. I got, uh, Thursday, I got tomorrow by myself, so I'll need it all tomorrow. Cool. As I blow through it, unless uh, new, when news breaks, I break with it. So, <laughs> yeah, right. well, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, look, Sean, I appreciate it. Thank you, everybody that called in. Uh, thanks for all the texts. Sorry, I couldn't read all of them. Uh, y'all overwhelmed the system. Today. Yeah, that was a lot. A wild right. phone call tends to do that. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, coming up next, Mike Madison. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.